researchers have specified that FOMO is a form of loss aversion, which is a tendency to prioritize avoiding losses over making gains. This can come about whether you participate in certain social activities, in what you buy at a supermarket, and even in the jobs you choose. We tend to have these fears because we don't want to be making the wrong decision and regretting what we could have selected. So stick around to find out what is FOBO, how it could ruin the dating life and relationships, how we can change FOMO to JOMO, and is social media really the one to blame for all of this? Hi everyone, this is Regina on Unwrapping Thoughts, where I talk about personal development, well-being, and thought-provoking subjects. On this week's topic, we are talking about the minor characteristics and outlying qualities surrounding avoidance, narcissism, extroversion, and neuroticism. These traits encompass FOMO and FOBO. I know I've just thrown a bunch of abbreviations at you guys in my opening, but I will slowly unravel the meaning of each term, why we feel this way, how it could affect our mental health, and some ways we can overcome them. If you know me in person, you would already know that I have the biggest, biggest FOMO. At one point, it was so bad where I would literally put my leisure time over my studies. And I think it was during my second year of university, I was staying in a student accommodation, whereas my other close friends rented their own place. For a little context, in London, it's quite unusual to still be staying in halls for your second year because the rooms are mainly prioritised for first years and postgrad students. So the idea, the conventional idea was to find housemates to rent a flat together. But I don't regret my decision because it was a newly refurbished building, so everything was very new and comfortable But when it came to my social life, I felt so left out because my friends are now staying together doing fun things like shopping for furniture, homeware and groceries. They are cooking together while I was just living by myself. So FOMO has brought me to thinking that if I don't spend enough time with my friends, I would eventually fall out of the circle or I would just... I just wanted to stay relevant in their conversations and knowing what's been happening in their lives. So I tried to find uh, time to hang out with them as much as I could, but I lost track. I struggled to juggle my studies, my part-time job, and my social life all together. From then on, I learned to narrow down my priorities and remind myself that these fears shouldn't matter so much. Now, here I am a fellow FOMO-er, coming at you from my very own bedroom and making this podcast in hopes to help someone out there and also to spread the awareness of dealing with FOMO and FOBO and how social media can be taking a toll on us. I actually thought that the term FOMO was just a made-up urban slang that millennials are using to address their anxieties when feeling left out or excluded but I did a little research and found out that the term was actually invented by a Harvard MBA named Patrick McGuinness, and he did further studies on it for about two years. The term FOMO has also made its way to Oxford English Dictionary in 2013, which I am extremely shocked because I didn't know that this was a legitimate term. Patrick also runs his own podcast called FOMO Sapiens where he tackles this subject. 
This is no way sponsored. I just stumbled upon one of his episodes and found it really helpful. So I thought I'll share that with you guys as well. More recently, he has also coined the term FOBO, F-O-B-O, which not most are familiar with yet. It is actually the new acronym in town and it is the insidious twin of FOMO, F-O-M-O. So FOBO, let's just not get confused here, F-O-B-O stands for fear of better options. It comes about when we fall into that spiral of all the options that we could possibly have when faced with a decision. FOBO would lead to indecision from anywhere minor to major choices. Now, have you ever spent close to an hour just trying to figure out what to order for dinner on Uber Eats? Because I am definitely guilty of that. I would spend hours, not hours. I would spend a long time just trying to figure out what to order. And this is where we should feel privileged with the myriad of options we have. But it can often feel exhausting instead. There is this other study where researchers use an MRI to monitor participants' brains' activity when they are asked to make a choice out of the different pools of 6, 12, and 24 choices. And it was found that there are more brain activity occurred when given 12 options as compared to the pool of 6 and 24 choices. So from this research and study, it proves that, that when we are faced with too many options, humans become disengaged just as if we were given too few choices. Personally, FOBO, F-O-B-O, is more notable for me when it comes to choosing careers. I am a recent graduate and I tend to want to experience many different things before I settle for a job that I truly enjoy because I am secretly afraid that I might end up in something that is not for me and it would cause me to be stuck in a limbo or I am just waiting for the better option to come about in the future. So in general, a phobo-afflicted person only wants what's best for them and would take extra time to dissect every single choice they have or would put it off hoping and waiting that maybe something better would come along. The ubiquitous feeling with FOMO and FOBO has always been there. These feelings of anxiety surely did not pop up in the past few decades. However, with the explosion of social media and the hyper-connected world we live in now, millennials dive headfirst into these experiences. Now that we have the ability to easily see what all our peers are doing all the time, there's no escaping it really. And this is where it could affect our mental health. And of course, no better example comes to mind but the realms of the modern world dating and dating apps. Very quickly, in the back of my head, I can easily name more than five dating apps. So there's Tinder, OkCupid, Bumble, Coffee Meets Bagel, Tantan, Hinge, Happen, Her, and Grinder. That's nine. These apps have made it so simple to meet someone new, and they are literally just a swipe away. And of course, if you both match. The problem here is that if you have so many options, you could be juggling 10 different conversations, and don't tell me you remember every single one you left off, left off the app. Because that's a skill. FOBO, which is F-O-B-O, makes you attempt conversations half-heartedly because you want to believe that the most perfect, most ideal person you can spend your entire life with might probably still be in the pile of unswiped profiles. 
Or if Joseph takes five hours to reply to your messages, you're convinced that he's going into a discard pile and you're capable of finding another match that is more suited for you. Social media has laid out so many options for you on the table and hung up billboards after billboards of how a perfect relationship should look like. It has geared you into thinking that you want exactly that and this makes relationship more expendable. In a way, the positive light to it is that people are more aware of their worth and what they deserve, but it can be taxing and make us fall into the well of superficiality. I can go deeper into this topic in another episode because I don't want to make this episode too long. So if you're interested in this topic of relationships, you can leave me a DM on Instagram at ReginaCKM. That is R-E-G-I-N-A-C-K-M. So let me ask you a question. How often do you think you have that feeling of FOMO and FOBO every single day? To some of you, these fears might not be too obvious because it's been mistaken for something else. Let me give you a common example. You're scrolling through social media in bed and you came across an Instagram story of your friends hanging out at a pub together. You can't help but to wonder, why wasn't I invited? Maybe they knew I wouldn't be free to hang out anyways even if they asked me because I'm busy. That, that's right, I, I'm always busy. Hold on, but I'm in bed right now. And your mind continues wondering and making up excuses for them to soothe yourself. You might not feel this every day, but FOMO could also arise during situations like finding out your friend is taking an online course or testing a new baking recipe on a Sunday morning. This makes you feel unproductive and now you're fearing of missing out on your own personal development. Here's another example of FOMO. A few of your friends have posted online that they've been going to this Instagrammable cafe or flaunting their new limited edition handbag. Now you feel the urge to want to jump into their bandwagon to get a taste of this trend and hype because all you want to do is stay relevant. It is undeniably true that these fears are tempting us into spending more money because you don't want to feel left out to the trend, the hype, and your friends. If you remember in my opening, I mentioned how we can change FOMO into JOMO. JOMO, which is J-O-M-O, means joy of missing out. So how can we deal with the fear of missing out and shifting that into joys of missing out to avoid overspending, induce unrealistic expectations, and unknowingly finding happiness from a wrong source? I think the most important step to not allowing FOMO consume you is knowing why you have these fears and why do they matter so much to you. Do you care about the activity your friends are doing without you or is it not being part of the group you're worried about in general? If it's the former, you can always try to schedule an activity with your friends and taking the initiative to plan something instead of waiting to be asked out. If it's the latter, has this been recurring? You might want to trace back to find out the cause of this neglection from your friends or open up to them about your feelings, which should take more time and patience to uncover. On the other hand, you can learn to let go. Your friends who truly value your company wouldn't let the friendship end just because you've missed two parties in a row. It takes two hands to clap, so understand that it takes both parties to try to work the friendship out. Another step to change FOMO to JOMO is that you might want to take some time off social media. You don't necessarily have to delete all your social media apps or accounts, but you can alter the content that appears on your Instagram or Facebook newsfeed. Change it up with some self-love or motivational accounts to bring up the positivity. 
If you decide to go off social media completely, take the time to focus on yourself and what makes you happy within. However, this could actually be a dangerous step because going off social media completely is the same thing as going cold turkey. When you come back to social media after your mind cleanse, you might fall back into where you first started when all the stories and posts come flooding your newsfeed. So take your time to alter your social media habits. Learn to control your reactions. Be happy for your friends enjoying themselves with whatever they're doing because jealousy is a waste of time and energy. Lastly, embrace JOMO. Be content that you are right where you need to be and you have found happiness in the moment from knowing what matters to you deep down. You might also want to check out my previous episode where I talk about the differences between self-care and self-indulgence. This would help you understand a little better about short-term and long-term happiness when it comes to having fears of lacking behind purchases and trends. While FOMO makes us overcommit, FOBO makes us undercommit. While the two fears pull us in opposite directions, combined they can immobilize us in doing nothing at all. Realize your deeper commitments and do not let your fears of missing out on the shallower ones swallow up the bigger picture. And that is how you put the joy in Jomo. This is the end of today's podcast. I'd like to wish all my Muslim friends Lamat Hari Raya. May you and your families find joy, peace and forgiveness. For any topic suggestions or questions, you can leave me a DM on my Instagram at ReginaCKM. That's R-E-G-I-N-A-C-K-M. I might be doing a Q&A episode next week, but I'm not sure if I'll get any questions at all. We'll see. So once again, this is Regina on Unwrapping Thoughts and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Bye.